The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 non-stop destination for A's baseball. Swung on, lost to left field deep. Fam going back, looking up. He will punch it down. A miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth cap by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back as the Astros have taken a 2-0 lead in the series, a commanding advantage. They beat the A's 5-2 today. Again, the story, home runs as the Astros got uh, two more from George Springer, who's just been red hot. Maldonado also went deep against Manaya in the fifth inning and uh, the Athletics. And this was the case yesterday, just stopped hitting once we got to the middle of the ballgame. And uh, we do need to tip the hat to uh, the A's starters, and that'll be our resilient, or the A's relievers, that'll be our uh, resilient moment of the game as you look at Minor for two innings and Soria in the eighth and Trevino in the ninth with hitless relief and blanking the Astros over the game's last uh, four frames, giving the A's the chance to come back anyway. And today's resilient moment of the game is brought to you by PG&E. PG&E wants you to be safe at home by visiting Safety Action Center PGE.com to learn how you and your family can prepare for emergencies. Chris Davis continued a, a great run here in the postseason, got the A's on the board with his long shot in the second, and then with the single in the fourth inning, and Pinder also homered for the A's uh, in the fourth, and that was all she wrote as far as the A's uh, offense was concerned today as uh, the A's will try to bounce back and facing you know their backs to the wall. And Bob Melvin, in just meeting with the media, and Vince passing this along, monitoring uh, the A's skipper and his, his uh, call with the press, the A's did not announce their starting pitcher for tomorrow. They're going to talk about it, kind of figure out uh, the plan for tomorrow as the A's are in that, that desperate situation where they have to win or else the season will be over. Reminder, this is the Clubhouse Show, and it's presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. 5-2 Astros. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage. That's coming up right after this. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. A's fans, we still need you to rep the town this postseason. You can win an A's flag by entering at athletics.com slash ALDS before midnight on Friday the 9th. That's right, just visit athletics.com slash ALDS before midnight Friday. 50 lucky winners will be randomly selected. No purchase necessary. Must be a legal resident of the U.S. and at least 18 to enter. Sweepstakes begin on 10-520 and ends 10-920. Limit one entry per person. Athletics.com slash ALDS. Let's go Oakland. This is A's Clubhouse. That's right. It is the A's Clubhouse show right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. And the Clubhouse show is presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. And what you never, ever, ever want to do is put yourself in a situation where you got to play Harry Houdini and you got to pull something out of the hat that is really, really tough to do. 
And now the Athletics, if they are going to move on, they're going to have to win three straight against the Houston Astros. Is it possible? Yeah. The math will tell you and history will tell you most unlikely and just a disappointing game, Ken, where you score two runs only on home runs and you never once put a guy in scoring position with your offense. Left just one runner on base, and you're right, Chris. And I guess tomorrow you can't think about winning three straight, and you have to think about just winning the ball game tomorrow and take it at bat to at bat. And yeah, it was frustrating. And you know, the theme really has been that once you get to like the fifth inning or so in these two games, the A's just have stopped hitting. So um, you know, Sean Manaya really up for this start, had a good year for the A's, especially in his last five or six starts, but bitten by the home run ball again. And uh, Sean, you know, six and a third innings in the postseason over the last uh, couple of years, Chris, and during that time he's given up five home runs. So it's really rough, and the Astros are playing great. And it's going to be a seminar for the A's because uh, the Astros have their swagger back and their confidence back. But, you know, you can put a little pressure on them if you could win the game tomorrow, and that's what the A's have to hope for. That, 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 that's it right there. I mean, that's tomorrow – if if you can win, you now maybe put a little doubt in their mind because now they've got to figure out. We don't know who. Do we know who they're going to pitch tomorrow? Not that we know of. We could check, but I don't know that Dusty's announced that yet. I'll I'll check here in a second. But um, you know, we were thinking it'd be Grinky, but we'll have to just wait and see the way they go with it. And we've been hearing he's down on Grinky, so it might not even be Grinky. They might hold him back. I mean, I don't know, but. That, 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 that's all there is to it is that, you know, it's winner, it's winner go home. Well, I've got it. I'm sorry. To Jose Urquidy will start tomorrow for the Astros, according to Brian McTaggart of MLB.com. So Urquidy will go tomorrow. That is unbelievable. <laughs> Zach Greinke is not even making the and first three games. The A's saw Urquidy against Manaya back in September in a game that the A's won. Urquidy, though, pitched well against the A's. So he has a... You know, a real good resume, although he's a young pitcher. He was a rookie a year ago and pitched well for the Astros. Actually got a start in the World Series for them last year. I know who I would go with tomorrow. If, 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 if you had an option, this is do or die. And, and it's going to be all hands on deck anyway. So if someone starts to get in trouble, they'll get pulled early. But if you had to go with one guy, who would you go with? Well, I think you're going to say Frankie Montas. Correct. Yeah, and I, I don't I think that'd be a good call because he really pitched well. Fit you two innings, gave up one run in the critical game three against the White Sox and finished off the regular season with that thirteen strikeout game against the Mariners. I'd be fine either way if it was Lazardo too. I you know, with the the pressure of having to win one game or go home and Jesus has pitched in the postseason before, so you know, either way, but Montas has a chance to dominate. And I guess you'd be hoping that you could neutralize some of these right-handed hitters that the Astros have because, boy, they, these guys, they, especially Correa and Springer, and Springer again today, just red hot. You know, I have a lot of people texting me during the game, Ken, and, and, and there's a lot of people very unhappy with the way the team looked today. And I'm not, there's no way you can be flat. I don't know what it is. But the body language and how aggressive and how tough the Astros are, you don't see that with the A's. And I don't know how to explain it. Looked a little bit like the previous season series against the two clubs where the Astros really had an advantage from that standpoint and just the way that things unfolded and, you know, athletically and all that. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think 
I've always felt this way, Chris. When a team isn't hitting, they tend to look that way. You know, you kind of look like there's some lethargy that's uh, crept in. And I don't know, and that's not the case. That's not going to happen in the, you know, the, in a playoff game. And Fromber Valdez pitched great. But I think that it's just there's the appearance of that when you're not hitting. And uh, so I don't know what to make of it. But you've got you've to raise your level in the postseason, especially against a team as good as the Astros. Forget what they did in the regular season. That's meaningless. This is a, you know, it's still a great lineup. So you've got to get to that point where you take your game to the next level. The Astros have been able to do that so far in this series, and the A's haven't. And the reality is this Astros team, they got in. It's an odd year. You could be under 500. You got in. But once they got in, they found their mojo again. And this is a ball club that is battle-tested as they're trying to go to the LCS series for the fourth straight year. And since the wild card era started, started, only the Yankees, the Braves, and the Cardinals have done that. They're looking to uh, be a part of that exclusive group. Remember, they played in two World Series and won one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they beat the Red Sox, the Indians, and the Rays in the division series over three years. And yeah, I mean, they have their swagger back, and they're playing that way, and that, that's why I said the regular season doesn't mean anything at all. And they're, they were just kind of a sullen group, it seemed like, during the year, whether there was the effect of the sign-stealing scandal and all that. And, you know, for good reason, they deserved uh, the flack they were getting. And they got guys healthy. You know, they got Springer and Altuve and Bregman back. And the big thing is they sorted out their pitching. I mean, their pitching staff was a mess for much of the year, but now... You know, Chris, they've sorted all that out, and they've put the A's in a, you know, win-or-go-home position tomorrow. Yeah, I would say that's the one thing you can also say, what's going on south of Dodger Stadium, down at Petco Park for the first time. The Yankees, really in two years, uh, they're healthy, and their key guys are in the lineup, and you look what they did against the Rays last night. We'll see what they do at Petco Park tonight. But, yeah, if, if, if you look at the Yankees and you look at the Astros, you can finally say both teams are healthy, and look what they're doing. Yeah, and those are two really talented clubs. So that's, that's one of the things we're off the track here where, you know, we've talked about if you win the World Series, you know, you deserve it because there are some really good teams in this league. If you, get, if you get through teams like the White Sox, the Astros, and you get through the Yankees and the Rays and, you know, you just get to the World Series, you've beaten some, some pretty tough clubs to get there. A very tall task, and and yep. uh, and and one thing that, that that we continue to see: if you can't get at least five innings out of your starters, it's just time for the A's. I'm not worried about everybody else; they're in trouble. I mean, that's the one thing, and we've we've had it on A's Cast Live: what the record is if they go five, what the record is if they go six. It's just it just they win when their starters give them length. When their starters don't give them length, they don't have much of a chance. You can't make the mistakes that they've made. And for Sean Manaya today, and you know, mistakes. It wasn't like they drilled him. He gave up five hits and four and a third, but two of those left the ballpark. And you can't make mistakes against the, the, type of, the types of hitters that the A's are facing right now. So, you know, I know for the A's fans, they don't want to let go of this because this season has meant so I mean, the A's have great, ardent, you know, loyal fans to begin with. But then in dealing with... Uh, you know, COVID-19 and the and sheltering in place and all that, baseball has served a, a great purpose for the fan base, Chris. And when you're in the postseason and it ends, it happens abruptly because you don't know how long you're going to play. I mean, you're hoping that you could play another couple of weeks maybe. 
So, um, you know, I know these fans will be rooting just to keep playing this year because it's meant so much to them. Yeah, you never want to let it go, but nope. you know what? <laughs> well, we've been down this road before, pal. I mean, this is the this is the 11th postseason I've done, and, you know, they haven't had a whole lot of success. No, they haven't, and that's the thing, just looking at, you know, certain numbers. And you know what's crazy, Ken? There's a lot of similarities when you look at from 2000 to where we are today with all these different series and, you know, other than – getting a win in 2006 against the Twins, but then being swept in the ALCS by Texas, you know, getting the win here in the wild card series. Not a whole lot of playoff success, and it's, and it's, and it's frustrating. Obviously, I know we've talked about what the Twins are going through right now. It's just that there's a, there's a lot of uh, uh, not moving on when you've got a lot of talented teams, and it's just head-scratching. I'm going to give you the karma point of view right now, okay? The most famous stolen base in the history of the postseason was by Dave Roberts, right? No doubt. It kept the Red Sox alive. They came back. They were, back. They were down 3 nothing in the series. They won the series, and, you know, the rest is history. Well, Bob Melvin is occupying Dave Roberts' office at Dodger Stadium, so maybe they can channel the Dave Roberts stolen base karma and come back and win tomorrow and make this thing a series. And there's that famous clip of Kevin Millar being at Fenway Park going, Hey, listen. Don't let it, don't let us stay in this because then we're right. gonna have Pedro and then we're gonna have Schilling. Remember that? Right. You hang on to anything you can get right now, pal. <laughs> I'm hanging on by my nails. Because the season is on the brink, right? But All uh, right. you know, just try to come out. Can't think about what's ahead. Uh, you know, winning three straight. Just try to try to play good first inning, a good second inning, and don't make any mistakes tomorrow. Because the A's have had some. You know, they've they've made some mistakes and on the basis today too. So you can't let that happen tomorrow. No, no. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can talk about Piscotti in the third. You right. can talk about Davis in the fourth. I sure. mean, you know, fundamentally, you got to be fundamentally sound. And once again, that 90 feet that Kotze was talking about, remember with you when he filled in for Bob Melvin, he talked about guarding that 90 feet. And with errors and running mistakes and stuff, they haven't guarded that 90 feet. Every out is precious on offense and defense. All right, man. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, buddy. The A's Clubhouse Show brought to you by Budweiser. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. I said it in A's Cast Live today. You got to play big. You got to step up. Battle hardened. Ready for the fight. And... These players, again, I mean, they didn't even get a runner in scoring position today. They're still just three for 20 with runners in scoring position this postseason. That's an average of 150. Last three years, they're three for 30 with runners in scoring position. You need to do more than just hit solo home runs. I mean, it, I mean, it's just, and, and I understand, hey, listen, they hit home runs today. I mean, right now, I, I the, the juice ball to me, no doubt, is back. Yeah, I, I don't know how they decipher which balls they use and when they use them, but if you're watching and you're counting all the home runs and everywhere they're going, some are legit home runs and some are, you know, the outfielder's going back 
And this is what we first no- started noticing last year, right? When an outfielder, whether it's an A's outfielder or the other team's outfielder, when the outfielder believes he's got it tracked down, but he keeps going back and he keeps going back, and all of a sudden he just runs out of room and goes, wow, I can't believe that's out. We're starting to see that again. That was the first indication really like what would be 2018, especially 2019 when these outfielders totally had a beat on it, but the ball just kept sailing and it just kept going. Uh, Ball's flying out, but you know what? I'll say this. Knowing what we know about sports right now, it might not be bad business for baseball. Let's be honest. I'll get into that in a little bit. If you haven't been following ratings of certain sports, this is a time for baseball to entertain. People are watching. People are paying attention. It's being played on on an everyday basis right now. And other sports are struggling. This is a time to seize the moment. And as Greg Maddox and Tom Glavin taught us, chicks dig the long ball. People like home runs. I've never heard anyone say, I hate when my team hits home runs. I just hate when teams hit home runs against my team and they go out like this. This group is just not battle-hardened. They're just not. You look at the effort in New York. You look at the effort last year against Tampa. I mean, if it was a one-game wild card, they would have been gone this year. They battled back and got two, and you thought, oh, things have changed. Things haven't changed. Things haven't changed. And I, I, I think about the players. You know, we were talking of Matt Vaskersian today. It's the philosophy of hitting home runs. It's the philosophy of I don't care what my batting average is. I don't care if we make contact. Well, it, it, how are you going to score? I mean, you like to think that, you know, that you're going to hit as many home runs as the other guy, but, I mean, still. Josh Reddick got a base hit, came in on a home run. That was in the uh, third inning for a two-run shot. In the fourth inning, Brantley hit a double. Brantley gets the third. A ground out. Oh, well, excuse me. Brantley gets the third because of an infield hit by Tucker. Those are not home runs. That's a double down the line, an infield base hit, and then Correa grounds out. RBI, they score the third run. That was the winning run today. The winning run had nothing to do with the home run. Home runs are great. And I we got a number on that, and it's something, uh, unfortunately, we're going to hammer. By the way, the commissioner of baseball is going to join us tomorrow on on A's Cast Live. Going to be pretty cool. I believe, let me get the uh, actual time. We had him last year at the wild card game. But we're getting him again. I'm going to tape him. We're going to get up early tomorrow to tape the commish. And we're going to run him at 11 a.m. Rod Manfred, the commissioner of baseball. Can't wait to talk to him about everything that they've been through because we know what all these clubs have been through. And I've been telling everybody, you know, to keep this sport safe for the most part, 
has not been easy, and to get this far has not been easy. And I commend it, Major League Baseball for being, for the first time in who knows when, flexible, willing to change, willing to change how we're doing things. They had to be flexible. You could not put Major League Baseball in a bubble like you did the NBA and the NHL because you had to play some type of season. That wasn't going to work. You can't put the NFL in a bubble right now. Now they're in a total bubble for the postseason, and that's after wild card round. But the way New York handled it, the way all these teams have handled it, you know, they haven't had COVID in September and where we are in October, and they're going to get through this season when all the naysayers said it wouldn't happen. Everybody said there's no way they're going to get through this. I can't believe how many how many people blue checks on Twitter went on and said that kind of stuff. This is not going to happen. It's irresponsible. Da, da, da. I commend the commissioner. And we – Checked out new rules. We're doing different things. You, you, you change the postseason to neutral sites. I can't wait to hear what he has to say about it. So we will have the commissioner of baseball on A's Cast Live tomorrow at 11 a.m. plus a ton of other guests getting you ready for do or die. It's do or die Wednesday. There is, t- you know what? You don't bring your A game, there is no tomorrow. There's nothing to talk about. You went through this grueling season. It was awful. It was awful for everybody. You know, us, the fans, was great, so we had something to watch. But it was awful for these guys. You really want to go out like this? I know they're going to say no. We talked to Robbie Grossman today on A's Cast Live. He was like, of course, you know, yesterday was yesterday. Well, you came out and scored two runs. Do you really want to go out like this? I know we, the fans, don't. And here their bullpen, two more scoreless innings. <laughs> Supposed to be their weakness. Valdez pitched great. You know, poor Shamanaya. You know, it's it, it's tough when you got a guy, go, and I've been mentioning this. I mentioned this to Sean when we did the interview with Ace Cast Live. I mentioned this with Bob Melvin on the Bob Melvin Show. It's really tough to not pitch for two weeks. But now, Shamanaya did the numbers, back-to-back years, two postseason outings. He's 0-2 with an 11.37 ERA. That is not good. All right, we'll take your phone calls at 833-625-2278. You'll hear from Bob Melvin and some of the players. You are listening to the Ace Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser, legendary moments for legendary logger. This Bud's for you. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. NBC Sports California, your home for postseason baseball as the A's battle their way through October. Join Brody Brazil with A's pregame and postgame live before and after every postseason game. Wherever you are, 
Get all the latest October Quest details, game recaps, features, videos, and more by downloading the My Teams app and going to NBCSportsCalifornia.com/athletics. NBC Sports California is your home for Oakland A's baseball. You're working from home, so how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy, and it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. And the 2-2 pitch, ready, it's on the way, and it's a breaking ball, bounced it short, might be two, the flip to second relay by Altuve, and that's a double play, and this game is over. So a 6-4-3 double play, and now the Astros have taken a commanding lead in this best of five division series, leading it two games to none. Our final today, the Astros five, and the Athletics two. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Let's get out to Anthony in Windsor. Anthony, lead us off here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hello, this is Anthony from Windsor. Am I on? Yeah, you're on. Go ahead. Hey, sorry about that. Um, um, I'm I'm at a loss for words right now because it, it shouldn't surprise me because this continues to happen every single year. And I... I'm trying to think back, and I think we hit two balls hard today. Two balls. That is it. The two home runs, and now we're in Davis's was more of a pop fly than anything else. The Astros hit the ball hard all the time, and I keep on thinking about what needs to change with this with this team, or what needs to happen for this mentality of just being able to get to the postseason is good enough, and. I, I look at all the articles being written right now to where Billy Bean is saying, well, what's going to dictate what we do is the home run ball. And I, as much as I love the A's, that makes me absolutely upset because it's the one thing in this, in this series that we're able to do and we're getting absolutely toasted. These last two games have been embarrassing for the fan base. And it's it's hard to watch this because we want we want wanted to be in the stadium, booing the heck out of these guys all all game every time they were here. We weren't able to do that. The one thing that we gained solace is hey, we can take them out in the playoffs, really embarrass them in the playoffs. And what they're doing to us is really embarrassing us, and it's it's really sad to watch. It's hard for me to watch it. Yeah, I hear you. Appreciate the phone call. Uh, these guys got off in so many different ways. I've been saying it. They're the bank robbers. They robbed the bank. 
They got off. They got to squeal on other people. They got to keep the money. They got to keep the title. And then now, now, they don't have to pay, which would have been the hardest price, is 81 games on the road. 81 times people screaming at you, yelling at you. Everybody would have been yelling at them. It was, it was about to be demoralizing. You know, Richard Justice, who's out of Houston, used to work for the Houston Chronicle, MLB.com. Uh, he was out there spring training. We had him on Ace Cast Live, and he's like, these guys are toast at the end of spring training. And then COVID hit. I mean, they're the one teams that they're the one team that benefited from all this, and it's sad because they would I, I they would have got hammered. I can't imagine if they struggled this year without having the ultimate uh, in your face every single game, opposing fans, media. Who knows what they would have been like? Let's pause for station identification right here on the A's Radio Network and A's Cast. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Let's go to right field, Will and Hayward. Go ahead, right field. Downey, I know it's been a rough day, my friend, but how you doing? You know, these days are long, and you prepare for these days, and it doesn't seem long when you when, when you win, but when you lose, it's just – it's just and, it, and the way that you lose, it just keeps on being the same thing. It's just like history keeps repeating itself, and I think that is what's so tough. I agree with you 100%, my friend. It's just the same thing over and over and over. It's like getting kicked in the nuts repeatedly, and we can't make it stop. It's not a lot of fun. But what I hope for tomorrow is, I mean, it has happened before, sadly against us a couple times. You never know what could happen. We could come back and win three in a row. Odds of it aren't the greatest, but you never know. But I'm hoping during this upcoming offseason, which hopefully doesn't last for – hopefully it's a long way away, but if it does occur tomorrow or – Next couple of days down the road, I'm hoping for a new hitting coach. What do you think about that? I think that's so easy. You know what? I, I know where a lot of people are going to go with that, and the game is what it is now. And we had that conversation today with Matt Vaskersian. So you can switch hitting coaches. You think that all of a sudden these guys are going to make more contact with a different hitting coach? I actually believe they would because they've had a guy, and a lot of these guys have had a guy in their minor league system. They've had coach him for years, and heck, some of them might even have played with him in the minor leagues, and he's been with Midland the past couple of years. Tommy Everidge could relate to these guys in a lot of ways. I think he'd be a great replacement. I mean, that could possibly happen. I mean, I, I, I think it's just so easy to blame coaches because let me tell you this. The difference between, like, in the National Football League right now, You've got Shanahan or take Gruden with the Raiders. As head coaches, they call the plays. They're calling the offensive plays. What they do and how they dictate how the game works is really significant. In baseball, everybody wants to – it's easier to get rid of a coach than it is the players, but a lot of these guys have never been high-contact guys anyway, so whoever was coaching them in double-A, it didn't mean they were big contact. I mean, it's just a lot of these players, there's no incentive for contact anymore. Everything's about hitting home runs, and it's really changed the game. 
You're right, my friend. You're very right. I appreciate it. Love listening to you, buddy. Please hang, have a great rest of your night. Hang in there. Now, I, I, I trust me. That that that's always everybody's solution is you you want to blame the. It's easier to get rid of coaches than it is players. Not necessarily always with the A's, but you know when you got guys with big contracts. And is there times where you need a change, a change in message? Sure, that happens in sports. But if you act like these guys don't make have trouble making contact right now because it's the hitting coach, I mean, as a professional athlete, come on, be a man. It's on you. It literally is on you. If I took Wade Boggs or Tony Gwynn or any of these, you, you, you think their careers mattered because of hitting coaches? You think Ted Williams had a hitting coach? Barry Bonds, you want to go down the line? Now, I know that's not unfair. We're talking about the greatest hitters of all time, but, I mean, seriously. This is the highest level. Yeah, there can be times when a guy like Frankie Montas learns a new pitch. Like a split finger and it helped changes. And, by the way, the more, I mean, I who knows? I mean, I'd probably go with him tomorrow, but I'm just saying, terrific hitters. I mean, remember when Josh Donaldson turned it around in 2012? That was because of Donaldson. I mean, it's because of you. You're a pro. You got to figure it out. Coaching's great. Advice is great. But no one else steps into that box or no one else gets out on that mound with you. You're on your own. Once again, this isn't football and you got a coach in your helmet telling you what to do. You're out there on your own. It's your career. And they've got every video, they've got every device for you to figure it out. Now, does there need to be a switch somewhere on the staff? Staffs change all the time. But if we're just going to blame the staff, what happens when you bring in another guy and this happens again? I've got a list of all the playoff defeats. There's all kinds of different hitting coaches and pitching coaches that have been around. Remember, this streak of losing the original game of a series has been going on since 2006. We've seen a lot of hitting coaches and a lot of pitching coaches during that time. We've seen different managers. Something's up. I don't know what it is. Let's go to uh, Eric all the way from uh, Kansas. Eric, you're on the clubhouse show. Go ahead, Eric. Oh, Tony, that was brutal. Very brutal. But, uh, yeah, life of a sports fan. You know, we win a big game like game three against the White Sox, and we feel like no one's going to ever be able to beat us. And then games like today and yesterday, feels like we're never going to score any runs. And the truth is always somewhere in the middle, but, uh, Main reason I wanted to call was to ask about Ramon Laureano. I was looking forward to watching him play in this series and, you know, the history he has with the Astros, and he's been hit, like, 87 times by him. And I went back in my scorebook and looked, and he had a pretty solid game, game two against the White Sox with two hits. But he throw that out, he's over his last 20 and just doesn't seem like he's having competitive at bats. Is he injured, or what's going on with Ramon? 
I believe he's fine this postseason. I think he's two for 18. Yeah, That's yeah, rough. Two hits against the White Sox. Yeah, it's, I, we need him to, to to be a table setter. And God, he's, I feel like he's the, the fire of the, the offense that, that makes us go. And he just he seems like he's almost invisible out there. I mean, you would have thought, like, all of a sudden, Chris Davis is now hitting the ball. Oh, my God, Chris Davis mm-hmm. is now hitting home runs. You would have thought, oh, my, you know, the, they're gonna, you're going to start seeing length in the lineup. They're going to start to see gelling. And, you know, it's all up tomorrow. Appreciate the phone call, Eric. It's all about tomorrow. Can you come together one more time? You can't worry about Thursday. You can't worry about Friday. You just got to take care of business on Wednesday. By the way, we did a uh, – we want to let you know the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred, is going to join us tomorrow. A's cast live. That will be at 11 a.m. For, sir, for some of you listening and you don't know how to get on A's cast, you go to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast. And you just hit listen live. You can do it on your phone, your computer, your tablet, Bluetooth it to your car athletics.com slash A's cast. We got the commish, Rob Manfred, at 11 a.m. Uh, we got all kinds of people. Doug Glanville's going to go- join us. Mike Petriello is going to join us. So we'll have a packed lineup for you tomorrow. One thing we will talk about, if the A's lose this series and you talk about home runs, so right now, since 2000, whether the A's have out-homered the other team or the other team has out-homered the Athletics. Since 2000, in series, and these count the wild-card games, the A's have out-homered their opponent in six. The opponent has out-homered the A's in five. And there's one where they tied. So if they lose tomorrow and Houston hits more home runs in the series or Thursday or whatever day, they'll be 6-6-1. Six, 6-6-1. Six, and one. Six, six, and one in, in, in that. And at that point, they would have only won two of the series. We're talking about you have to out-homer the opponent. <laughs> so think about that. They will have only won the 2006. Uh, 2006 against the Twins and the wild card, this one against the White Sox, if they lose this series. But they've they've out-homered in series and lost. So this whole it's all about the home run, 6-6-1, and you only have two series wins to show for it. So I don't know. I mean, I kind of like contact myself, and I think that's why we've talked so much about Tommy LaStella and why Tommy LaStella has meant so much for this ball club. But isn't that crazy? They will have out-homered their opponent in six, not out-homered their opponent in another six, and then even in one. But yet, grand total only have won two series. But then again, the home run ball, it's working for the Yankees. But, yeah, the Yankees are putting a lot of balls in play, too. All right, if you want to continue to listen to the show and you're listening to a radio station, go to A's Cast, athletics.com slash A's Cast. we got a lot more to get into.
as the Athletics lose game two of the division series to the Astros. A final in this one, 5-2. to two. The A's Clubhouse Show is brought to you by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary lager. This Bud's for you. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. in the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on. For joining this exclusive press, Oakland A's Baseball. to A's cast. Today's history. Breaky ball is a high five ball center field. Springer going back to the track. Tried to find it. He can't because it's gone. <laughs> and Davis has hit it out. And the Athletics take a 1-0 lead. And Chris Davis has done it again. Well, you live by the curve. You die by the curve because that was a hanger. And we saw it yesterday with George Springer. He lost medals and zip went in the seats. And Chris Davis does it again. So, oh, by the way, that's three home runs of postseason. He hit two yep. during the first 60 games. Really interesting because <laughs> all the game off the TV monitor, and we were watching George Springer trying to find the ball in the sun, yeah. Ray. And he, he he never saw the ball. He never saw it and finally looked up, and uh, coming over from right field was Reddick, and it went into the seats. And stay hot, Chris Davis. All right, let's get back out to the phones. Let's go to Greg in San Luis Obispo. Greg, you're on the A's Clubhouse Yo. show. What's happening? What's cracking, Johnny? I'm here. Okay, Barely. good, Greg. Go ahead. I don't know where to start. I was so frustrated yesterday that I, uh, I couldn't even call you. I, I broke a TV remote, um, had to go to the backup remote, so... You know, today it's just kind of one of those things where I'm a little more uh, subdued, I guess you'd say. Um, you know, at this point, I don't even know what to say. You just kind of, you just kind of got to look at both lineups. And I know everyone was kind of saying like, "Oh, we want the Astros," and you know, we're going to get revenge, and you know, the, the trash cans, and you know, Dusty Baker said it best: "Watch out what you what you ask for," because I hate to say it, but you look at that lineup and you look at ours. And, and it's night and day. We got good players. They got great players. Um, I mean, Correa, Bregman, Altuve, I mean, George Springer. I mean, my God, look what he's doing. You know, Brantley's an awesome hitter. I mean, we just don't got that quality lineup. And um, 
we're not going to win those 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 home run you know home run derbies you know those kind of games we're not going to beat the Astros playing that way nobody struck out less than the Astros this year nobody fielded defensively better than the Astros this year so you look at their record in the regular season and too many fans and too many people got caught up in the under 500 stat absolutely means nothing it means nothing come playoff time and you know I kind of look back to the 91 NBA finals when the Bulls beat the Lakers and they interviewed Magic Johnson after the game. I think it was game four. And, and, the, and the Bulls went on to, you know, they won, they won in five. They called it a gentleman sweep. And Magic Johnson just looked at the camera and he just said, you know what, I can't even be mad because they're just better than us. And that's kind of how I feel today. We, you know, it, it's, it's too late to be frustrated. Obviously, the, ser- the, the series isn't over yet. We've got to take it one game at a time. But, you know, smart money says the Astros move on. And uh, it's, just, it's just a tough deal, Townie. It, it's, it's a real tough pill to swallow because – I want to beat the Astros as bad as everybody. But when everyone was talking, I, I want the Astros. I want the Astros. I was kind of like, you know what? Pump the brakes on that one a little bit. Watch out what you ask for. I agree with Dusty Baker. I was hoping we'd get the Twins, to be completely honest with you. I didn't want nothing to do with the Astros because I know the firepower that that lineup has. And they've demonstrated it. And we're, we're just not there. That's, you know what? That's, that's actually, it, it actually is a really fair way to look at it. I mean, if, if you just take their lineup, and you take the A's lineup, and the A's are able to do things to win a lot of games during the regular season. But when you look, as I say, battle hardened, because I don't know you, you, if you're if you're on hold, you probably didn't hear it. But I said, you look how battle hardened these guys are. When you're going Springer, Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, this Tucker kid, Correa, Gurriel, Reddick, these guys have been through it, man. These guys have been through it. They're tough. They've been through these fights. They've been to World Series. They've won a World Series. They, you know, they were just, I mean, you play in multiple World Series and you go to four straight league championship series. I mean, you're a team that's that's been tested in the postseason and you know you know how to win. It's not easy to, to figure out how to win in the postseason, and certain teams and certain franchises have shown that. I mean, since 2000, look at the A's record in the postseason. I mean, that's all you got to know. It's tough, you know. I, I battle tested. That's the word. And you know, those guys are pros, man. They're 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 all star caliber players. Like I said, the A's got good, nice little players. You know, Ramon Laureano, obviously Olson with the with the home. You know, Chapman's. I think Chapman's the one star that we got that can that can be a star if if he figures out you know not how to strike out as much. But it's a difference between good players and great players. They got great players. We got good players. And you know, I, I hate to look too far forward because you know. If we lose one more, obviously we're out. But to kind of, you know, really, really look forward with things. And, you know, Marcus Simeon is going to be a free agent. Liam Hendricks is going to be a free agent. What are we going to do with, with some of the big boppers we got? I think we need to, we need to re-sign Tommy Lestell. I mean, I don't want to look too far forward, but it's just a really big bummer to look back if, if Marcus Simeon doesn't come back with this club. And, and that's kind of what I think is going to happen. You know, his tenure with the A's is going to be remembered as the air. And that air that he made yesterday, we, we were ahead. The last time the A's had a lead was when was with that inning, and I know you gave Marcus a little bit too much of a pass, in my opinion, yesterday, saying it was a tough play. Major League Shortstop has to make that play. There's no and if or buts about it. I think if you ask Marcus, he'd say the same thing. He's got to make that play, and it seems like the whole tide just changed, and the floodgates were open. You know, you got to wonder if Wendelkin's, you know, what what what's his mentality got to be like? I mean, he's got to be as fragile as ever now. His confidence has got to be out the window. And that error just kind of jump-started everything, and we just been ha- we haven't been able to stop the bleeding since then. So, 
I hear what you're saying, but, yeah, whenever I got to have a shortstop come over and field the ball second base, things can happen. It doesn't mean that you need to then give up four runs as a pitching staff. And if you go back, do me a favor, go MLB.com and go look. They have the they have the highlight, highlight reel of what happened after that error. And if you, if you just think throwing the ball down the middle is acceptable, I, people make errors. You have to then pick up. I mean, as much as this defense picks up this pitching staff consistently, uh, consistency, uh, or I should say consistently, you need to then pick them up. And whether it was Wendelkin or it was Diekman, it was laying the ball right down the middle, meatballs, and that's not okay in the playoffs. No, I agree with that. The pitching's, you know, I mean, that's the one thing we could hang our hat on. And I'm not going to sit here and make excuses for the pitching. I mean, our, our starters, I mean, you got Bassett Manea, and they've both laid eggs. I, I don't care what you say. You can't have your starters against it. We're in the playoffs now. We're not talking regular season. We're talking a former world champion. Obviously, they're cheaters. But you got to have better, better, better pitching performance, especially when you hang your hat on your bullpen. And the starters haven't been there. Obviously, offensively, we weren't going to match up. I think that was easy to say before the, ser- the series even started. Um, but, you know, as good as the A's have been on defense, Marcus has to make that play. If he makes that play, we're out of that inning. We still have the lead. And, you know, that, that's just a, that's a routine play for a Major League Baseball shortstop. For a great shortstop, he makes that play blindfolded. So, you know, I understand that the, the shift makes it kind of funky, but you watch that slow-mo replay, it didn't hit the lip. It didn't take a funky bounce. Marcus made the air. And it just it really stinks to kind of look back at that. You know, as much as Marcus has struggled all season, you know that one's really gonna 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 chew at him going forward. So I don't know, Tony. We got to turn around tomorrow. If we can get one tomorrow, like you said, you know that 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 leaves a little doubt in the Astros' mind. And then going into Game Four, anything can happen. So um, I'm with you. I, I think we got to go Frankie Montas tomorrow. I think that's a no-brainer. I, I think he's got the stuff to you know to, to throw at him. He's looked good his last couple starts. You got to take it one game at a time, brother. All right, Greg. Appreciate the phone call. Let's go to Chris in Oakland. Chris. You are on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, thanks so much, Tony. Um, I'm, I might be getting old or something, but I'm not giving up, man. I'm not giving up on this team. Uh, I, I was in exactly this position last Monday when we lost game one, and thus we were facing elimination in game two. Now we're facing elimination in game three. And I'm taking a little confidence out of what we did against the White Sox. That was a darn good team. Those guys were scary. Their entire lineup scared me. Similar to the way the Astros, like the last caller said, they got a, they got like four or five all-stars on that team, and they can hit the ball and all that. I do think when we talk about, like, we wish the A's were built around contact hitting more, well, <laughs> sign me up. Sign me up, Absolutely. I grew up in the Kansas City market. I was a George Brett super fan. And having that money in the third spot over and over, every game, always getting hit, it it does something for the whole lineup. We don't even have a number three hitter. We have Lamb hitting third, right? We have Mark Canna hitting fourth. <laughs> it's I don't know how we did it. I don't know how we, we won so many games this year, but we did, and I believe in this team, and I love it when they do a parade of singles and doubles. And I'm just hoping that's what comes out tomorrow. You know, La Stella, our contact hitter, can't get a hit. So I, it, it just, it, it, it's, a, it's a very mental, psychological situation. 
I think it helps when you're desperate because you have nowhere to go but up. And um, that's where the A's are right now. By the way, you know, Chris. The Astros, it makes me, yeah, yeah. Chris, you're, ma- you're, you're, you're making a great point here. I want every everyone. I want everybody to remember this. You know, you can do things in the regular season. Okay, you can do things in the regular season. You can have depth. You can platoon people. There's a lot of different things you can do. And if you if you get a right mixture of pitching and bullpen and and depth, then you can win games. But now you get into the postseason. You're batting Chad Pender third in game two of the ALCS. I want you just to think about that. Chad Pender is hitting third for you. <laughs> right? Like like that that may that that stuff may be able to play. And obviously Matt Chapman's not here. But I just, you know, I mean, look at your lineup. They got Brantley hitting third. They got Springer hitting first. They got Altuve hitting second. Bregman fourth. I mean, you got Pender and Canna hitting three, four. Think about that. Well, we and we have. I, I mean, I'd be tempted. You know, Ramon Laureano batting eighth or ninth ain't working. I'd put him up at the top again. Let's just let's just see what happens. He's an athlete, right? He's a competitor. Let's see what happens. I mean, I don't. I don't I'm not going to micromanage or whatever, but I'm just saying, like the A's, the A's. <laughs> The A's can win. They obviously can beat the Astros. They beat them all season. But the Astros are playing on house money. You can see it. They got the devilish smile. They're like, I can't believe they let us stay in the league. I can't believe they let us qualify for the playoffs. This is so fun. I know. Well, they they, they, they got the nothing to lose. Out of them tomorrow. Well, we hey, got to hey, beat hey. the snot out of them tomorrow. Yeah, I hear you. Thank you for the phone call. And, you know, people go like, we don't have Chapman. Yeah, it sucks. But still, Chapman, like last year, Chapman hit 249. His best year is 278, which was a good year. He changed his swing. He got hurt. He ended the season hitting 232. We like home runs, but you got to be able to somehow score runs other than the home run. Because if you don't hit a home run, then what? Let's go to Jake in Hayward. Jake, he dropped. Let's go to Jeff in Connecticut. Jeff, all the way in Connecticut, you are on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Chris, how are you? Miserable. Yeah, I hear you, pal. Listen, I've been on hold a lot, so forgive me if I repeat what other callers or yourself have said. Don't but, worry, uh, go ahead. This is this is getting frustrating, brother. It really is. You know, out here, they're all Yankee, Red Sox fans. And, uh, you know, all my friends are like, yeah, your A's are a tough team, you know. But nobody fears us, Chris. Look at our lineup. Guys hitting a buck 50. I mean, I don't, look at our top three hitters. They can't get on base. So, you know, you want to play, you know, long ball. You know, we don't draw walks. You know, it's just really frustrating. I really, you know, I, I told my friend, you know, yesterday, I'm like, you know what, we're over the hump. We beat a good White Sox team loaded with talent. I go, you know, we've owned the Astros. But you know what? Our success in the regular season, that in a quarter will get you a cup of coffee. 
Yeah, it's gotten you, you know two. It's got you two wild card games that you lost, and then you got a wild card series that somehow you snuck by that with that wild game of game three, and now you're down 0-2. I mean, they just look every every part about the Astros right now. Their lineup looks better than the A's. Oh, there's no comparison, Chris. It's man against boys. You know, I mean, nobody fears us. You know, I, I, you know, in, in, in this postseason failure, remember, I'll never forget, I, I was, I, I told, you know, everybody who would listen, you know, we, when we traded Cespedes for Lester, and then we started him, and then he got rocked, right? It's like, you know, we, we finally made a, a, a ballsy move, you know, to get a shutdown pitcher, and, and he got rocked, you know? And my fear is, you know, the talent that we do have, it's going to be like when we lost, you know, Jason Giambi and Tahada. You know, they're, they're all going to go, go away for the money. You know, we, we don't spend any money. We need like a, you know, a Tim Anderson or a Springer or a, or a DJ LeMahieu, you know, as, as a leadoff hitter. But, you know, we're never going to have that kind of player. And it's just frustrating being a fan. It, it really is. I really thought that, you know, this team, you know, they do, they do battle. They're tough. They're gritty, you know. We got Marcana batting fourth. He, he's not even making contact, Chris. I'm not going to debate you. I'm not. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> Sean Manaya. We, we, we. Oh, you got to have Manaya out there for the wild card game. Oh, Manaya. You know, Manaya's zero and two with eleven point three seven ERA now. Yep. God bless him. He's a great kid, but there's something about well, we're all we're all right. Yep, sorry. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, I'm saying we're, we're you know we're, we're we're built for the regular season. You know we've got depth. We've got a great bullpen. You know we've got we've got platoon players playing every day, and that's the difference. The Astro have studs. The Yankees have even bigger studs. You know, and the White Sox. I mean, that was a yeah. I'm a, a miracle that we pulled that series out with the way they were hitting. I mean. You had a Brave with bases loaded twice to bounce out. I mean, that, that was the series right there, you know. But we look scared against the Astros. We don't have the fire, you know. And the Astros are, are kind of like laughing at us, you know. And who wants to see the Astros advance, you know. I mean, they're just, they're just pure evil, you know. Well, I'll and tell you what. To, to I, t- I tell you what, if they if, – if, you know, it's not over yet. You win tomorrow, you oh, live another day. But After- – Absolutely. So, so it's now coming out that at Zach Greinke is still dealing with arm soreness, so that's why Urquidy's going to go tomorrow. Um, I said earlier today that if the Yankees end up bouncing the Rays, Rays have taken an early lead, but the Rays will be kind of the same way. The Rays did one time man up and get to the World Series, which they would lose. But other than that, they've never won a series. And, you know, you wonder how you trick it up and, you you know, and, you know, obviously these franchises have always felt because of, of money that they've had to do it this way. But, you know, it, when's it going to work in the postseason? It's worked for the Rays once. The rest of the time, if they can't get by the Yankees this time, this is going to be another defeat in the division series. Thank you, Jeff. Let's go to... Kevin in Scottsdale, Arizona. Kevin, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. 
Go ahead, Kevin. Hey, Tony. Uh, just wanted to say I've been hearing a lot about the hitting and the contact issues. I've just been thinking of all the struggles since, um, you know, basically this decade, since the 2012 team. It's, it's We need an ace. I mean, we need pitching. We need pitching where we can give up some earned runs and then Bob Melvin's not going to pull him in the fourth inning with a short lease. We need someone, I mean, think of all the starters we've had for, you know, game one, Jared Parker, Bartolo Colon, Liam Hendricks in the bullpen game in 18, Shamanaya. I mean, there's no one who's been an ace. I just think of the San Francisco Giants and their three rings. Uh, similar lineup. I mean, they had a bunch of role players. Edgar Renteria won a World Series MVP. The difference is they had an ace. They had aces every one of their year. And I think that's what we're missing. What do you think? Yeah, this team doesn't have a mass in Baumgartner. There, there's no doubt. You know, and there was a time when how good Tim Lincecum was in 2010, Matt Cain in the first two World Series. Yeah, I mean, they've had and, – and then they, they – they, you know what they truly had too, which was probably uh, their main strength was, well, two things. They didn't screw up, and they had a great bullpen. Their bullpen was phenomenal. They truly had a lockdown bullpen. So when you talk about being built for the postseason, they weren't going to bludgeon you with runs. They were going to outpitch you, out defense, and their bullpen was locked down. And you know what? Let's go back to when they were down in Cincinnati and Hunter Pence is doing that. I don't want to go home. And they come back. They were tough. The Giants were a tough out. And you can look through the history. The A's really haven't been that tough of an out. No, no, I agree. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Let's go to Robert. Tell me where to go. Where should we go? Let's go to William in Visalia. Let's head to Visalia. Go ahead, William. You're on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Downey. Uh, I was just calling about the hitting coach comment that was on earlier. Uh, I don't think it's the coaching staff because we're in the playoffs. And I don't even think it's the hitting. Because you said yourself, the best pitchers are supposed to be out here. And if you score, you've given your chance, your team a chance to win. And we had leads both days in a row of well, these two games. I think the problem is pitching. Well, you don't have the core group of consistent pitching i mean bassett is good and that was surprising yesterday but when it when it comes down to mania lazardo and frankie montas it's all you don't know what you're going to get you gotta like your numbers say you gotta keep you know when we go five or six we usually win it's it's just how we the tone of the game that started and i think it's really the if we're going to get new people or do anything, it, it, you got to get consistent pitching. Because, like, the only we got Bassett and Fires, and they don't even take Fires seriously. Like, at the White Sox game, Fires did exactly what I thought he was going to do. He's going to have traffic, and he'll probably give up a couple runs, but he's not going to give up usually that third run, fourth run, fifth run. And then the bullpen comes in and usually shuts it down, like – but anybody that's consistent, we're not thrown out there. And 
I'm sure Lazardo can grow into it, and he got the talent, and Manaya Monta. They all have the talent. It's just that they're not consistent. You don't talk to, talk about them like when you're talking about a Verlander or even like Kershaw or, or uh, that Cleveland pitcher. Like, when they come out, you just don't know what you're going to get. And I think that's this team's main problem. I think that's everybody's problem. And even the guy you're talking about, Bieber, he didn't throw well in the postseason. Yankees tonight are going with a rookie. I, I, you know, starting pitching, you know, it's like Jeff Blum said to us, and Blummer does TV for the Astros, go till you blow. And it's basically everybody's getting up there, throwing as hard as they can, and then boom, the elbow pops. Got to go have Tommy John surgery. You know, I, I, I going forward. You know, is this going to be another offseason that's all about Lizardo and Puck? And then, you know, I don't know. Just, I, I mean, we really have to focus on tomorrow. I can't really worry about the future and what truly is going to be the future. You know, you, you, look at a, you look at a pitching staff, or at least a starting staff everybody scared, was scared of was the Cincinnati Reds. And they were two and out. So, I mean, to have the great pitching and develop pitching, it's not easy to do. It is really, really not easy to do. Yeah, but that's really, like, that's what your numbers were saying, though. Five innings, six, I mean, they're pitching great, right? So it has something to do with it. Yeah, if you can go out there and give me six and get it to my best relievers, I've got a really good chance to win. But, you know, that's uh, <laughs> that's just it. It's just two straight games that didn't happen, and then who knows what happens tomorrow. But you know what, William? You never know. Why not us? Yeah. You know, I think we. Can, I have every confidence that we're the, we're going to go and sweep it, and we'll have the little logo like the swinging A's, but ours will say resilience. But uh, yeah, that's that's all I'm really thinking is where we live and die is if our starters do what we think, well, what we know they can do, or if they. They struggle a little bit. That's, like, the main difference. And it can't really be the hitting because we're not getting shut out, and we have tons of ninth-inning miraculous comebacks. So it's not necessarily the hitting. It's just not keeping the other team in check with the pitching staff. That's, that's, that's what I've seen over the whole season. It's not firing on all cylinders. Let's uh, thank you very much, William. And when you get in a tournament, who's going to get hot right now? It's the Astros. All right, coming up next, we'll continue with your phone calls, and we're going to hear from the skipper, Bob Melvin. You are listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. 
Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. When Chevy decided to advertise the Silverado and the all-new Silverado HD's available best-in-class camera technology with eight available cameras and up to 15 trailering views, it was suggested that there were better ways to do that than on the radio. But listen to the Silverado's available transparent trailer camera view. Maybe they're right. Seeing the Silverado and the all-new Silverado HD's impressive advanced camera technology is definitely better than just hearing it. So visit your local Chevy dealer and check out the strongest, most advanced Silverados ever for yourself. Right now, get $5,000 cash allowance on all 2020 Silverado 1500 crew cabs with a larger, more functional bed than any competitor. See your Bay Area Chevy dealer today. Read the vehicle's owner's manual for important feature limitations and information. Some camera views require available accessory camera and installation. Not compatible with all trailers. See your dealer for details. Class is half-ton, full-size pickup segment. Not available with special financing lease and some other offers. Take new retail delivery by 9-30-2020. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience, where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. Ball and that's hit hard toward deep right center. Pinder knows he got it. Out it goes into the pavilion almost all the way to the top. It gets to the top on a bounce. Pinder bombs away on Valdez and the A's now trail three to two. There have been very few moments when Pinder just stood there and watched. Yeah. And that was one of them as he clocked it on Valdez. That's a great one to watch. Head down, great extension, and almost left the stadium, literally. Yeah, I think it didn't come close to bouncing out of the stadium. All right, let's go to where are we going? Let's go to Randy in Vallejo. Randy, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show brought to you by Budweiser. Go ahead, Randy. Hey, how you doing there, Tony? I'm hanging. 
Oh, it's been a rough, rough. I'm I'm just frustrated. Uh, I think the problem with the A's is I think it's an organizational problem because they've changed players, they've changed coaches, they've even changed owners, but the story's still the same thing. But the one constant is Billy Bean. Now, I can't believe that Bo Mel on uh, the first game against the Chicago White Sox would start that young lefty against a team that I think weren't they undefeated against lefties uh, this year? Correct. They were 14-0. and 0. So you tell me, so the A's, they weren't sending out the 71 uh, Cy Young Award winner and buy the blue against this team because <laughs> somehow they seem to think that they were sending some great phenom pitcher. Now, he's a good young pitcher, but really, would you start this kid against that lineup in the first game of the playoffs, maybe I just can't believe that 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 uh, Bold Mill would do that. I would have gone Chris Bassett game one if it was me. Exactly. I mean, he was what pitcher of the month. He was pretty much their best pitcher. So why would you not go with your your star? So I just think that the A's they got to look at themselves in the mirror because the way they're built, they're built for the regular season. But when it comes to the playoffs, they just, I mean, it's its the same song every single time they get there. You know, Randy, I don't even know. I understand that saying. But built for the playoffs versus the regular season, you know, I, I mean, I just, I just don't know why their guys don't perform in the postseason. You know, why, why aren't their guys, why aren't they taking it to the other team? Why? Why does that not happen? Why does that not happen in 12 and 13 and 14 and 18 and 19 and this year? I just don't know why. I really don't. I can't tell you why. I, I just it, – it's a mystery to me. As you mentioned, there's always change. There's different human beings. There's different circumstances. But yet so much of it always remains the same. Yeah, but I think the one good chance they had is when they had the, uh, the three-headed monster with Zito Mulder and Hudson – because you had three horses you were throwing out there. I mean, Chris Bassett is nice, you know, but after that, I mean, would you trust Sean Manai in another playoff game? As of right now, no. But, yeah, you're right. Well, yeah. I mean, so, you, you think about that talent when you had an MVP like Giambi and then you had another yeah. MVP in Tejada. And you had three guys that could win a Cy Young Award. And you brought over talent. I mean, real, like Johnny Damon. I mean, you had all kinds of guys that were really good players. And you just, how did they not win? I don't know. Jermaine Dye. I mean, you just start thinking about guys who are like like, Eric Chavez. I mean, you had legit talent. Yeah, and and the results were always the same. So, I don't know. I just, I just. And then I look at uh, a few years ago when they made that trade to trade Cespedes, a guy you still had under contract for one more year. So if you wanted to trade him, you could have traded him in the offseason for a rent a pitcher. And that didn't work out. And even this year, and I didn't understand why, but maybe you could tell me, this young phenom, at least they were telling us he was a phenom, and break Franklin Barreto, they wound up trading him for a utility player. What happened there? Uh, well, that utility player really campaign <laughs> that Tommy Listella kind of, <laughs> not kind of, he became your best player. Uh, oh, Fra- 
Well, that's pretty. That's that's not saying a lot then. And when you get a, a utility player and he's turned into your best player, but yeah, you know, you, you know, there are certain guys that scouts love and front offices love, and they're young, and they'll hold on to these guys, and they're gonna think this guy's gonna, and then they start to realize it's not gonna happen here, and then you get out of options, oh, and you gotta move them, and. And we'll see if Franklin Barreto ever really has a, a, a career in Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just it's just frustrating. It's the same old – I'm like watching the same old TV show year after year after year, but still an A's fan, so. I appreciate it, Randy. Let's go to Michael from Washington State, all the way to Washington State. Go ahead, Michael. Michael, you there. Yes. You're on the air, yes, Michael. Yeah, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Chris, how you doing tonight? Hanging. Yeah, right. It was a tough loss. Uh, you know, but I noticed this kind of like in the whole money ball, Billy Bean era, this thing with the A's, you know? I, I kind of, I, you know, I hear people say fire Bob Melvin, fire the hitting coach. I think it starts at the top. We've had different managers, different hitting instructors all kinds of different coaches, different players, there's always the same result. I remember it was a 2001 or 2002 against ADL, ALDS against the Red Sox. And Terrence Long's at the plate with, you know, at the last out, and he doesn't take the ball, the bat off his shoulder. I was like, what? Come on, swing, man. And he, he's like, I, I, I don't know. Brandon's 17, 18 years ago, but I remember correctly, I don't think he took a, a swing the whole entire bat. You know, so, though I know the series ain't over yet, but we're in a pretty big hole. I hope we can overcome it. But I just kind of want to get your thoughts on that. Well, I mean, I just – you look at, like, 2001. You got a guy like Jason Giambi. He's got 38 home runs, 120 RBIs. You got Miguel Tejada has 31 home runs, 113 RBIs. You got Eric Chavez that has 32 home runs, 114 RBIs. You've got Jermaine Dye. you got Johnny Damon. you got – I mean, you got – Frank Minichino, baby. I mean, you got Ramon Hernandez. Yeah. Your pitching staff, you got Hudson, Mulder, Zito, Gil Heredia, Corey Lytle. You have legit. You got Jason Isringhausen. You've got legit. Yeah. You have a legit pitching staff. Jason Isringhausen has 34 saves. It's like it's like you can just you can go yeah. from 2000 to where we are in 2020 and the the, the the finality of the whole thing, unless something crazy happens here, is you never go far, and it's just hard to believe. Yeah, I mean, you talk about those, uh, those early 2000 teams, man. I love those teams. And people talk about the early 90 Braves, and they only had one World Series to show for it. But they got to at least a few of them, and they won one. We never got past the, L- the LCS with that group. Not even got past the divisional round with that group. You know, I feel like that's a great team. Lots of talent. And it should have at least got one pennant, you know, like at least got to a World Series. But I don't know. I mean, I, as an A's fan, you know, living in Washington, all my Mariner fans don't have any sympathy for me because at least we're competitive. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it gets old after a while watching your team choke every year in the playoffs. You know, and I hate to use that word, but I was like, come on, this odds at some point, like, at least get to the LCS. And we did that once. What was that, 2006? And that was a long time ago now. You know, and it would just be nice to see us get past the division round at this point. But, you know, like you said, unless something crazy happens, it looks like we're going to have to wait at least one more year for that to happen. 
Yeah, I know there's a lot of fans that feel the way you do. Be safe up there in the Pacific Northwest. Let's head to Petco Park. What's going on with the Yankees and the Rays in their game, too? I, I said, let's, let's, which, which you put highlights up there for me. Let's go, uh, the two run shot. Oh, you're, oh, you're just telling me what's going on? Okay. Uh, let's go to Alex and Sunnyvale. Alex, you are on hey, the Chris. Ace Clubhouse show. Hey, Chris, loving the, loving the whole music's my jam. At least somebody's um, liking that anyways, music. I, <laughs> I got a, I got two comments. Uh, first one is, like the Astros look really good. I, I have I have no idea why they even cheated in 2017. That's what kind of pisses me off. Um, second comment is, um, you know, we gotta put the, the 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 game on the line. Like there was one series where Tony Kemp scored on like a pass ball, and that game I just felt like they're playing small ball, and I I feel like it's just something we have to do tomorrow. Like it's play it all on, on the table. Well, you got to do anything you can do to win. And right right now, their offense, they're feeling it. And ball's flying out, juice ball, hot. It's, you know, it's like 90 degrees down there. Whatever it is, ball's flying out. And just hitting a couple solo jacks, uh, that's not going to – unless you get a Herculean pitching effort – from somebody, and I don't know if it's going to be Montas or I don't know if it's going to be Lazardo. Unless you get one, I mean, you're going to have to score some runs, and solo home runs is not going to get it done. For sure. So it just reminds me of like you know when the uh, Kansas City series, right? Like they were just they just doing everything right, you know, putting pressure on the on the A's, and it's just something we have to do uh, for sure. Yeah, when your pitcher can't throw over, you can steal at will, and yet you make con- – remember, that Kansas City team, that's all they did was make contact. They didn't strike out. Exactly. They, they they had a lot of tough outs, and uh, if it wasn't for Mass and Bumgarner, there's possibility that the Royals could have won two straight World Series. Right. Appreciate the phone call. Let's go to – let's go to Jonathan and Hayward. Jonathan, you are on the A's Clubhouse Show. You'll be our last call because we got to get to some of these interviews. Hey, Tony. Oh, what a tough day. Uh, it's ironic because I didn't get a chance to celebrate with you about the Marlins breaking their 17-year curse. That was maybe the best night of this season I've had. Uh, but now here we are, the Marlins – totally blew their game today and then after already a terrible game one i watched that train wreck this afternoon as well uh i'm i'm at a loss i don't know what the right thing to do is i hope they can come back and win three straight but i'm not feeling it and the only thing i know uh is that and i know this is probably unavoidable as well but in my honest opinion i really don't care like i used to to see any trash can jokes, any uh, buzzer jokes, uh, any heckling at the Coliseum of them next year, because after what I've seen to these two games, 
they have every right to laugh at us. They have every right to uh, th- throw shade in our faces and say all the things they've been saying because uh, we continue to prove our reputation. And, you know, even with the Marlins losing today, I see more heart out of that team than what I've seen uh, year in and year out with this team. Not that they don't try, but uh, ultimately you have to get results in the postseason, and it's just not happening. And then people want to know why the Astros are so nasty, especially at us. Can you blame them? Uh, you know, we talk a lot of big game, but we can't put up the, uh, the the big numbers when we need to when it really matters. We're we're a regular season team. That's what we always are, but we can't handle the big stage. And uh, I really uh, have resigned from – uh, getting on them about cheating because they've earned this, and maybe they are as uh, uh, the good team we originally thought they were. Why they needed to cheat with that, I'll never know. But nonetheless, they're they're the ones that are actually looking good coming out of all of this, and we're we're just same, same old Oakland A's, just uh, uh, the, the money ball A's that, that were good for a movie, but that's it. I, I I'm just I'm totally at a loss. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I think there's something to what you're saying because if they're able to move on, oh, I bet you they're going to pop off and they're going to have every right. And they're going to be in the uh, postseason or they're going to be in the uh, LCS, the American League LCS, four straight years. Call them cheaters, call them whatever you want, but they're winning and they're moving on. And in professional sports, what matters? Winning. And you have this whole laundry list of series that weren't won. You can call things random. You can say it's a crapshoot. But at some point, you got to win. If you can't win, uh, you know, that's what, that's what people are going to say. And... You know, I don't know what's going to happen with the Marlins. I hope they can come back against the Braves, but they're there. They're there, and they're and they're at least they got to the Cubs. Uh, we'll see what happens. But I mean, for the A's, I, I expect a lot more out of them than I do the Marlins. And uh, every year, we're we're not seeing them take the next step, other than '06. And yeah, I I want almost want to take back everything I've said about the Astros because. Boy. <laughs> oh, I'm not taking uh, it back. They're still cheaters. I'm not taking it back. They're having a good series, but they're still cheaters. No, no there's, there's no denying that. I just, I, I, I almost feel like you got to give it to them at this point because they are certainly playing, the, the, whether they're, they cheated or not, they're playing the game the right way now, and the A's aren't. Uh, and I don't know. How to change that? We gotta really uh, figure something out for three straight games, or they'll move on, and we'll just, you know, look back at ourselves again, wondering, you know, what if? And I don't, I don't know whether it's the front office. I don't know what it is because uh, I know you've gone over different scenarios, but something has to change uh, after how many years of this now going through all the all the losses. It just it doesn't make any sense. Appreciate the phone call, buddy. Yeah. I got to get to Bob Melvin. Athletics with the loss of the Houston Astros in game two, five to two. Here's the skipper, Bob Melvin, with the media. 
We'll start with Susan Slusser. Bob, your team had to win two potential elimination games last week to advance. Now it would have to be three in a row. What are your thoughts on the situation the team's in and how you think they might respond? Well, we just have to win tomorrow and then worry about the next day after that. So we put all our efforts in tomorrow um, and just think about tomorrow. Anything further than that really is kind of a distraction. So, um, you know, all we have to do is win a game. Hopefully that's tomorrow. Who will be your starter tomorrow? We'll announce that a little later. We got a couple couple good options. We're going to talk about that a little further. Shana Rubin. Hi, Bob. Uh, you've seen Framber Valdez before. What made him particularly uh, difficult today and, and difficult to adjust to? His ball's moving all over the place. Had a really good breaking ball. Could throw it for strikes. Could throw it for chase. You know, early on, we had him, you know, our bats were a little better. He got, which typically good starters get better as the game goes along. You could see he got more confidence as the game went along and, you know, ended up giving him seven innings. I didn't think at the beginning he'd be able to do that, but he did. You know, last three times out, he's pitched pretty good. He's, he's pitching with a lot of confidence. Ron Krojcik. Bob, obviously George Springer's a great hitter always, but you've had particular problem with him this series. What is it about the way you guys have approached him or what, what can you do to sort of adjust to that? Well, he's hot, you know, and coming in, he really wasn't. Um, looking at his his last, you know, five and so five and ten, but you know, it's the postseason. He has he has uh, a history, and they have a deep lineup too. It's not like you're just focused on one guy. Um, certainly, yesterday had a big day. Hit two more two more home runs today that were really impactful. You know, our guys didn't pitch bad. We just, you know, three balls left the ballpark, and that ended up being enough for them. Melissa Lockhart. Did you notice anything different in Shamanaya's stuff the second time through the order, or do you think they just had a better beat on him at that point? Um, no, not really. I think, you know, it was just a few hits, you know, that ended up a few pitches. You go, you go back over the course of a game, and, you know, you can throw 80 or 90 pitches, and if three, of them, three or four of them are really bad and they take advantage of them, it can skew what, you know, how, you, how your stuff kind of was. So, um, you know, maybe the breaking ball to, to Springer might not have been his best pitch. I, I, I don't think it was a strike. I'm not sure. I'm, I can't see in and out. Um, but, I, you know, that's what it came down to, a few long balls. Susan Slusser. Bob, your team has scored uh, first in both of these games and then lost the lead. Can that be, uh, you know, a change in momentum or maybe change the energy level for a team when that happens repeatedly? You know, it more so maybe in the postseason, the, you know, the emotions run a little higher and it goes back and forth, but it shouldn't be for us because there have been so many times we've been down this year and been able to come back. And, and, you know, even in the ninth inning, you know, we get a leadoff guy on and we had a good feeling about, you know, potentially coming back at a, another guy on base and, and have a chance. So, uh, you know, like I said, it goes back and forth, but I, I don't think, you know, losing a lead after having it should affect us. Melissa Lockhart. Uh, Paredes came back out today and, and pitched well again in the, in the eighth inning. You've seen him actually a decent amount this season. Is he doing anything different, do you think? No, I, you know, he's throwing hard. And the shadows come into play late in the game, too. It's really difficult. You know, the ball's on you a lot quicker. Um, really tougher for, for pinch hitters, too. 
you know, Robbie went up there and swung at the first thing he saw, you know, trying to get a fastball. It's tough to see spin and, you know, more apt to stay with, with guys that have been in the game that have kind of played through it. But, you know, he throws 97, 98 miles an hour, and it, it looks like it plays a little bit better. You know, it, the way he kind of hides it and he's got a quick arm, it uh, looked, looked more like 100 at times. Joe Reedy. Bob, you guys have been good the entire season, scoring the sixth inning or later. Just in these first two games, it's it's been a struggle for you. It has, and and you know it's two games, but it's you know it's the postseason, and those have been our best innings. I said that yesterday. From the sixth inning on, we we tend to get better at bats, especially against teams' bullpens. And you know their starter went seven; they only had to use two guys and. You know, they shut us down. I mean, the shadows have something to do with it, but, you know, that you need to score your runs earlier if, if the shadows are going to come into play and it ends up being a problem. John Hickey. Hey, Bob, you've been the home team for the, for the first two games. You're technically the road team the next two. Batting first tomorrow, does that, uh, does that change anything for you? It means we take batting practice later. That's about it. So... You know, regardless, we know we have to win tomorrow's game. doesn't matter if we're in white uniforms or gray uniforms. We have to put everything into it and come out with a win. Yeah, that's the bottom line. Coming up next, you're going to hear from Sean Manaya. This is the A's Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. NBC Sports California. Your home for postseason baseball as the A's battled their way through October. Join Brody Brazil and Dave Stewart as we follow the A's every step of the way with A's pregame and postgame live, before and after every postseason game. Wherever you are, get all the latest October Quest details, game recaps, features, videos, and more by downloading the My Teams app and going to NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics. NBC Sports California is your home for Oakland A's baseball. Dealing with a toddler can be tough. Okay, really tough. Now imagine that toddler at your doctor's appointment with you, the same toddler that hugs everyone he sees. Now imagine being able to see your doctor live, in person, from the comfort of your living room. Video visits with your doctor with no copay. Another way Kaiser Permanente brings you quality care so you can thrive. Learn more at kp.org. Appointments is available and appropriate. Some plans may require cost sharing. The demons have been exercised. And the A's have won it. And they're moving on. And maybe they have vanquished some demons today. And now it's time for the excitement of the ALDS and the Houston Astros. Nobody gets there. It lands on the grass, rolls on the track. The A's have won it. And the A's have won the season series against the Astros. Join A's cast live each day four hours before first pitch to get you ready for the series. In-depth analysis, live guests, and more. Then, join us for the A's Total Access pregame show, your destination for wall-to-wall A's coverage leading up to first pitch. Be there for every pitch with Ken Korak, Vince Catronio, and Ray Fossey on A's cast and the A's radio network as the A's take on their division rival in the Houston Astros. After the game, keep it locked in for A's Clubhouse and A's Talk with Chris Townsend. The American League Division Series is here, and it's time to rep the town with your Oakland A's. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. 
You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. NBC Sports California, your home for postseason baseball as the A's battled their way through October. Join Brody Brazil and Dave Stewart as we follow the A's every step of the way with A's pregame and postgame live, before and after every postseason game. Wherever you are, get all the latest October Quest details, game recaps, features, videos, and more by downloading the My Teams app and going to NBCSportsCalifornia.com athletics. NBC Sports California is your home for Oakland A's baseball. A's fans, let's continue to do our part in stopping the spread of COVID-19. Be sure to wear a mask when you leave the house, maintain social distancing, and wash your hands frequently. Visit athletics.com resources for additional resources and information on COVID-19. Help your community stay safe by doing your part. Please stay safe. Visit athletics.com resources. That's athletics.com resources. Just a tough one for Shamanaya today. He gave it his all, but four and a third, four runs on five hits, struck out two and gave up two home runs. He takes the loss. Not easy. Here he was with the media after the game. We'll start with Susan Slusser. Hey, Sean. Um, can you talk a little bit about the difficulties of pitching in a park like this against that kind of lineup with the ball flying out the way it is? Uh, yeah, I mean... You gotta be, um, you know, gotta make your pitches count, and um, you know they uh, they hit mistake pitches. So um, yeah, if they uh, you know put a good swing on it, um, it's probably gonna be a good result, and um, yeah, just just makes it a little bit more a little more more difficult. You guys would have to come back to win three in a row here. Obviously, you've been with this team for a long time. How do you feel like you'll respond in this situation? Uh, me? Did you say me or the team? The team. Oh, uh, I think we're ready. Um, you know, our back's against the wall, and, and um, you know, we got to come out fine tomorrow. So uh, I think we're ready for that. And, and uh, yeah. Shana Rubin. Hey, Sean. Uh, you saw this team not too long ago. Can you hear me? Um, how can you uh, explain the difference between a uh, their approach for, uh, against you in the regular season versus what were they able to do today? Um, I think they're just, you know, mostly just sitting on my changeup. I would say, um, yeah, if that that's the biggest thing. I think that's a, uh, yeah, that was it. Melissa Lockhart. 
two quick questions. Um, on Maldonado's home run, it sort of looked like maybe you didn't expect that one to go out. Was that the case? Um, and then just secondly, like it looked like you were in a, a pretty decent groove before Reddick's base hit that you know led into Springer's home run. Um, did anything change the second time through the order in terms of how they approached you? Uh, first one, yeah, I think I like just based off the the sound, I think he he got it, but um, obviously he did. Um, so yeah, it was a that that part was uh that was, that was surprising. And um, second question, what I'm sorry, what did you ask? Sorry, yeah, um, I was just the second time through the order. Did you feel like they changed their approach on you, or was it just a couple of bad pitches? Uh, I think it was just a couple of bad pitches, um, honestly. Martin Gallegos. Hey, Sean, um, it seems like George Springer this whole postseason has been kind of on fire. Um, how difficult is it just to have to face him in mean, the way he's been going against anybody um, coming into this game? Face George? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's a pretty good hitter. Um, if you hang a slider, he's going to hit a farb. So, yeah. Ron Krojcik. Is a slider what you threw, Springer? And, and what makes him such a, a difficult hitter to, to get out? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a 3-2 slider. Um, and I don't know, he just saw, saw a good pitch to hit and, and hit it. Susan Slosser. John, you were really hard on yourself last year after the wild card game. How, how do you evaluate this? one overall, you know, taking that one into account? Uh, same. I, like, it's my job to go out there and, and pitch. And, um, yeah, just didn't do that today. So, yeah, it sucks. But, um, yeah, I know the this team's going to, you know, we're going to figure this thing out and, and uh, turn it around. So Jesus Lazardo is going to get the ball in game three for the Athletics. And you know what? I think about it. This is going to be a tough hill to climb. History is not on the A's side. It's not over, but it's not on the A's side. And if you want Lazardo to be your ace long term, Getting him another start could be something that could be beneficial for, like, next year, right? Like, you're wondering, like, who can be the game one lockdown guy that you throw out there that you go, we got this stud and we're pitching him? Well, Lazardo looks like someday he could be that guy. So why not throw him and get him the experience, get him a, another playoff start? So when you do make another playoff run next year, it's not like, well, he's only had – now he's had two starts. He's coming in a wild card game against the Rays, and now he's had a start against the White Sox. He knows what it's like to be a game one starter. And then now he's a guy in a do-or-die game. So, I mean, it's a lot of experience in two years, right? Coming out of the bullpen – in a wild card game, being a game one starter, now starting an, an elimination game, win or go home. So that might not be a bad idea. It's going to be a tough haul. 
but you could be gaining him some experience for what you may need even next year. But that's where we are. It's win or go home. It's doable. But you've got to start putting some fear in those guys. Like, you have two power arms. Let's say you go Lazardo. I mean, he's going to have to – if Jesus Lazardo goes out tomorrow and gives you three or four, what are we talking about? You're going to need some incredible effort. But let's say Lazardo can go out and dominate tomorrow because that's what they keep telling us. He's a stuff guy. Well, let's see that stuff. Get it to Frankie Montas on Thursday, another stuff guy. You can win that game, and the next thing you know, you're game five. They've lost two. They won the first two. Then they lost two, and it's anybody's game. It can happen. It can. But remember, these guys, will they're battle-hardened. They're not soft. What do you bring to the party tomorrow? What are the A's bringing to the party tomorrow? That's what I want to know. Urquidy up against Lazardo. Don't forget, we have a jam-packed show tomorrow, A's Cast Live. The Commissioner of Baseball, Rob Manfred, is going to join us at 11 o'clock. We are going to have, let me, I'm looking because we got all these tapings in the morning, so let me see. My producer, the commander, did not give me exact time. I know Manfred is at 11 o'clock. But Mike Petriello from MLB.com will be at 10.30, and at some point you'll also hear from Doug Glanville, who is one of the most fascinating former players, turned broadcaster, turned writer, turned professor. He's an Ivy League guy. I love talking to Doug Glanville. We'll have a jam-packed show, but remember, the commissioner of baseball, tell your friends, 11 a.m. tomorrow on A's Cast Live. That's going to do it. For game two, as the A's lose to the Astros 5-2, to two. we'll be back on tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. When is first pitch tomorrow, Robert? 12.35, so that means I'm on it at, at 11.15. 11.40. A's total access 11.40. All you need to know is 9 a.m. Be ready to go. A's cast live. You've been listening to the A's Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser, Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. Have a great night, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow morning right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Listening to this Allstate commercial about savings might be the hardest thing about getting those savings. Save for simply becoming an Allstate customer. Save more for adding DriveWise. And save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent for a quote today. Allstate. Minimum effort, maximum reward. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. Drive-bys is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The demons have been exercised. And the A's have won it. And they're moving on. And maybe they have vanquished some demons today. And now it's time for the excitement of the ALDS and the Houston Astros. Nobody gets there. It lands on the grass, rolls on the track. The A's have won it, and the A's have won the season series against the Astros. The American League Division Series is here, and it's time to rep the town with your Oakland A's. Hit well. Back is Upton at the track, at the wall, and out.
out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.